0: This, is is is.
1: Fight disciples.
0: We are gathered here today
1: for the fight disciples. UFC and boxing talk. It's Tuesday night. We're up the top of the tower, we are the fight disciples. Get ready for the best hour of Merseyside fight talk you will hear anywhere in and around this city. And I've got an incredibly special guest for you tonight. Let me just a quick disclaimer as well. I'm actually recording this. The week before, you're listening to it right now. The reason being, uh, my guest is flying out to South Carolina in the USA for a third fight inside the UFC octagon. I am, of course, talking about Liverpool's own first, first lady of fighting, the one and only history maker herself, <laughs> Molly McCann. And you look sensational. Thank
0: you very much. For someone much, who's yeah.
1: a week and a half out from a fight, Yeah, you look super healthy, yeah. you look super hench
0: <laughs> yeah. Look at them
1: shoulders.
0: Look like at that. My little, my, my little bowling balls, aren't you?
1: <laughs> You're in, obviously in good spirits. You obviously you've had a good camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, little over a week to go now. Yep. Your weight looks like no
0: problems whatsoever. Yeah. no, with a good water load, and depending, all it's dependent on is how much I retain on the the plane going over. To be honest, if I don't retain nothing, then should have to do. Yeah. What, you what's days. your plan this week? When do you go? Um so if you're listening on the Tuesday night I will have just got this Sunday night. Okay. So I'm two sleeps in. Brilliant. I'll, in theory, I'll be two sleeps in.
1: The um obviously listen, everyone's completely enamoured with you right now. Mm-hmm. First English woman in history to get her arm raised inside the octagon. Yeah. That was of course um uh, a few months ago now, but has it sunk in yet? Is there anything changed yet? Do you, um, do you feel like a history maker? N- You've got a different swag when you walk. Do you know? Bam, bam, bam. I, <laughs> billion dollar walking through
0: town. My <laughs> like million dollar baby, are I? <laughs> um, I feel like Liverpool as a city, since the world title fight, nothing has changed. No no one's been any different. Everyone's always treated me with the same. When I walk down the street, it's the same since that fight. Yeah. I feel like I put more pressure on this fight to win than any other fight in my life. Um. My knowledge base, my skill base, my strength and condition, and my nutrition is more together now than it's ever been. And I'm on a bit of a roll Um, since I lost last May. Not the one gone, the one before. It's been a very long, like, 13 months of... Yeah. Uh, I've been really dialed in and I've been, like, working on my craft so hard that this fight, this is the one that catapults me into, like, the top ten rankings, I believe. This is the one that people... I put people on notice here, and it's going to be like, right, that she's she's legit against a really legit opponent mm-hmm. in um, freaking hell, I forgot her name. Arianna Lipsky. Oh God, yeah. I was going I say here again? Arianna Lipsky. Yeah. yeah, she's getting it. She's next. I she's know. next on the list. No, she is. She is. Um, it's a funny old game fighting, and I think I'm just a little bit different to everyone else in the fact that I'm I actually weigh at me me feelings. Like, everyone can see them, but mm-hmm. I'm really honest about them. So if I'm feeling navy, then I'll just straight up say, oh, I'm feeling navy." If I'm feeling confident, then you're going to know that I'm feeling confident. And I'm learning pressure is privilege, and I'm learning every day is a um, is a gift that I, when I'm in that gym and I'm getting pads off, say si, or Paul rimmer sit and give me an hour of his time, and I've got someone in, one of my training partners doing an hour with me, it's just like... Frickin' hell, it just always takes your breath away, but this is what I've earned. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And this is the difference in, in a Molly trying to do it just with heart alone to, like, educate a game plan, um, strength and conditioning. um, That's scientific, based to my own results of of training, and mm-hmm. it's just, like, I can't wait to... G- I keep talking about... I have a lot of energy, a lot of energy about this fight, Nick, and... Someone explained to me, I think it was Vinnie Shawman. nerves, is the, uh, nervousness and excitement is the same feeling, it's how you interpret it. So every time I feel, oh, it takes me back to when I lost in UFC Liverpool. Mm-hmm. And then every time I feel, oh, it takes me back to when I won in UFC London. So I've kind of got this like, thing on my shoulder where... For 23 hours of the day, I'm like flying around like, yes, and then for an hour, I'm like, because oh, I know, I know how much it means, do you know what I mean? So Absolutely. this fight camp for me, I haven't gone out there and said, I'm going to do this in the first round, I'm going to do this in this minute, that and that minute. This fight this time for me, I'm going in there to surprise myself with how well I'm going to perform. Yeah, I want to just not admire my shots after I've done them, but whilst I'm in there, enjoy every second of it. Yeah. And, and I kind of half got that at UFC London, but this time the stakes are higher, and I'm willing to, I'm willing to take more chances than I think what she is.
1: It's as you say, 13 months been mad. 13 months, I talk about a roller coaster ride. Yeah. The highest of highs to the lowest of lows, back to the highest of highs again. Yeah, you've had that viral moment. You know, you've become a, a global star where people want interviews all over the world yeah. with you and everything else. But what I like most is I've just met you then at the studio at the lift. You're still Molly McCann. You're still our Molly.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You haven't changed at all. I I just don't think that's ever going to be. I still live in in my non spare room. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And I'll still walk the gym every day or get the bus or get an Uber. Um, That's never going to change. I'm from Norris Green, aren't I? We don't go that big time. Oh, but I've got a watch now. That's go, as big as I'm got getting. A nice watch,
1: I love it. That's the, that's the first thing every scouter does when they get a little bit of money: go and get a nice watch. Or I'm some go new and get teeth. Yourself a nice watch. Or, <laughs> or, to, or some new, t- <laughs> new teeth.
0: Yeah. If you notice, the entire Liverpool team have got the best teeth you've oh, ever seen in your life. And that, the whole that of is there. Up. the is clean enough. It's unreal. Whole <laughs> I tell you what. Um, after I won the world title, I went to Seville's in Turkey, and my cousin got a teeth done, and um. And even when I was there, everyone knew me when I was there. And it was just mad to think, freaking hell, I'm all the way over here. And I was half tempted. And I, Shall I get my teeth done? Shall I get my teeth done? I thought, come on, me, Paul. You're not you're not teeth. You're not fake teeth. <laughs> if you'd have come back well, with. Could full you imagine teeth. me with fake oh, teeth? I'd have been a bit. Oh, my God. Been, now you've changed. I know, yeah. Now you've definitely changed. Yeah. Um, I'd rather get my, um, my ear fixed now or my nose <laughs> done. I've noticed
1: teeth. your ear. So you've, your ear's busted up
0: now. Is that, is that on its way to being a cauliflower ear? It now? is most definitely a yeah. cauliflower Um This camp's been a lot more Thai boxing and wrestling based. Okay, because um, I know going
1: into the Cachoeira, you were in every BJJ tournament. It was more Jiu-Jitsu. The country could offer you. You yeah, were like every other weekend, you were in tournaments. Yeah,
0: now it's... Um,
1: Back to your strengths.
0: Yeah, I think I'm i I'm a good puncher and I'm a good grappler. I, like, I can I just have I never showcased it because I was always told just the box. But now Paul Rimmer, myself, the whole team's got such confidence, like take her down, smash then. Yeah. And um and that's where I'm at now. Uh, the strength and conditioning. I've spent a lifetime of long distance runs coming from boxing, A uh, punching the bag like as long as you can to try and get this weight off. I never made strength and now we've worked on so much pulling. mm mm-hmm. If you've only got to look at me Instagram now to look at the kind of like regimes that I'm under, if I get hold of your leg or your hips, you are going down now. And um, and are you seeing the results as oh, well? Oh yeah. yeah, against men. Yeah. Um. Against men, we've brought I brought the best in the world, the best Thai boxer in the world, over to Liverpool, and her name's Imam Barlow. Mm-hmm. She's from Leicester. She's eighteen-time Thai world champion. Vinnie Sherman hooked us up with her. And um, and let like you don't really talk about sparring, you don't. It's it's one of them, isn't it? But let me tell you, there's nothing that this girl who I'm going to fight is going to throw at me that I haven't seen a million times, and that I haven't counted and put it on a 18 time world champion with. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, game plan this time. Strike with her because I believe I'm still, I've got better punches than what she has. Yeah. She's got better kicks than what I have. That's because of the length of our bodies. It's just, it is what it is. We're two very different, but similar uh, styles of fighting. She's a bit more like my last opponent, but more polished. She's not as wild, but she is wild. She won't just throw one punch at six. She's a little bit like me in a sense, but um, she gasses and she hasn't... I don't know if she's got the same chin as what my last opponent has. And, and she was a zombie,
1: that's why. Yeah. You were there with everything with the kitchen sinker. Yeah. So, somehow, she kept walking forward.
0: And that's it. And I just don't... You'll know. never
1: face anyone with a chin-like her again. No,
0: I don't think this girl has kind of got my, my willingness to win, but she's 0-1 now. She lost her debut yeah. against Joanne Calderwood just because she wasn't allowed to fight her fight. She was nullified. She was tucked down. JoJo just lay on her for three rounds. Um I think Jojo kind of got picked off a little bit standing up. so she did. So the level of striking that this girl's you got... you know what?
1: Credit to Jojo for going, well, I'll just take you down and hold you down yeah. and take you somewhere you don't want to be.
0: Yeah. But she's just showed me... The, I spoke to Jojo about this fight. I said, go on, kid, what's the blueprint? And she kind of said, she'll load up. In that moment, you beat her in the brawl or you take her down and have fun. Yeah, yeah. And I went, do you know what? There's just... This girl, Ariane... She's not got jiu like my Francis Brain, like my Sophie Keenan, like my Nathan, like my the funk, Liam Malloy, the people who I train with at my gym. And um and she's not got wrestling like my wrestling coach, Charlie. It, it, my strength, she's never going to beat me with. Mm-hmm. If I stay, I hear range for her to pick me off with. And I allow her... I allow, Meatball one point, though, the old meatball the, I'm just the stand and then, then then she might she might get something off Nick but I still don't believe that she's lame. She's got she hasn't got the the onions no and is the, is that
1: because obviously she's she's ranked higher than you yeah, you she, know she's got she's
0: fifteen in she's, the world she's a
1: key to the top fifteen you know key to her ranking position for you so yeah. you know the bookies are obviously probably going to favour her coming into the fight
0: well. You'd expect this on topology. Apparently, I'm 33rd in the world and she's 15, mm-hmm. um, which obviously I don't think is the case because there's non-active fighters still in that yeah. thing. But the bookies have got me up just as a slight favourite, yeah. which I was like, that made me feel a little bit better, to be honest. And I don't know why. I I, I don't know why, but everyone who I've met hasn't kind of said... Um, don't feel at like the moment, you're a dark horse. You haven't fought outside Europe yet.
1: Yeah. Do you know you've had two fights in the UFC? you have both been in England. Yeah, waiting to, like the Americans are quite closed in that way. Mm. If they haven't seen you, you don't exist. Yeah, you know it's kind of like the other. I was talking to Bob Adam at the weekend, and he was talking about Tyson Fury, and he said that was the first time any, most Americans first heard of him in December when he got up off the floor against Deontay Wilder. Yeah, and you're thinking, wow, he beat hell? Klitschko. He was the yeah. big. He was the man. Mm. And I think Emma, listen, American sports fans are exactly the same. They won't see you coming. I think they'll just, they'll lazily just look at the rankings and go, Lipsky's going to start as favourite. But I just think that you're you're right. You're, a, you're you've become a, a full package fighter, but I mean, yeah. she isn't. She's a striker, yeah. very strong striker, but she's a striker nonetheless. So
0: yeah, I've seen. or um, well, what people tell me is her social media and her train and just seems to be here naming her main who's a fella. And it's just kind of like them doing pads together or she, she'll she outsource people, say, people to come in. And I just don't think you can do that at our level. No. Um, you just kind of get found out a little bit, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But-
1: um, I think she'll look at your last performance and she'll look at obviously your first fight. She will basically she'll only look at your UFC back catalog, yeah. and she'll look at that and think, "Great, another striker, but she's smaller than me and she's got good hands. Yeah. Black and just kicked." I'm legs gonna get yeah. I think There's
0: if I was here, if I was here, I'd think kick her legs off her, look low, kick high, or look to kick me, I kick yeah. me leg.
1: Like what Valentina did at the weekend, yeah, Valentina Shevchenko. You know, kicked that leg a few times in the first round, and then in the second round, there comes the high kick right mm. over the top. The difference is. I don't think she will see coming as the fact that your gym and your head coach is very much a grappling gym. Yeah. Very much a jiu-jitsu like, gym. Like,
0: I would love for her to kick. Like, she kicks, that's when she starts unloading. That's when I'm out and I'm back in. Like, I've worked with Joe Mach this whole fight camp on yeah. me boxing. Boxing coach, yeah. Um, and we've just... I've just found new levels to boxing again. Um, and I've... I literally, I said to him, I was like, oh, my God, imagine where it would have been if I'd started with you, do you know what I mean? And he's just been a brilliant addition to the to the camp. And um, he just always tells me, he's like, "Mom, it's just a woman with two arms, two legs, and he was like, this will be your easiest fight if you stick to your game plan, I'm telling you now. He said, every time she tries to set up and load, just give her a jab down the middle, hit her and move your head off the centre line, and it'll reset the computer and she'll have to start again. Yeah. And just as long as you don't allow her to have her rhythm, easy. Easiest work that you've ever got. And when someone literally breaks it down to what she's good at, what she's going to go back to and what she goes to, then it's like, oh, what, what, what was this nerves all about? Do you know yeah. what I mean? But it's just the magnitudes of how much I really want it. And, um, and that's it, really. Is
1: yeah. that something at the moment? Is that like your biggest threat at the moment, is that you're investing so much of yourself to this My that guess. you're scared that it won't happen because you're like... I've, I've turned everything in my life off to do this yeah. 100% now. Fi- yeah. You've finally gone, okay, to make it, I'm I to be, to work. I committed like, now. Th- yeah. This could be my life, yeah. but I've got to give it my life. Yeah. And then the, but the fear at the back of your mind is, because that's always your excuse. If, if you're not committed 100%, you can always go, ah, well, but if I was committed, I might have
0: won that. It, yeah. You know. But now you're in, you're in now 100%. In, I, just, I just, the highs, I feel the lows. I feel like I just, I'm a very, just an emotional person. And, um, if I lost, I'm going to wake up the next day, I'm going to have money in the bank and I'm going to be healthy and I'm going to be able to coach and I'm going to be able to, I'll still be able to fight, albeit it might not be on that promotion, it'll be somewhere else. That's, I've won and I've lost now. And uh, it's never going to affect me the same way as it did that first time on UFC Liverpool because that was just, that was just never supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. But, um... I just know how much it hurts and how, how, how much, yeah, it just, it just hurts. So I just, um, I just want to be a world champion so badly again in a different promotion. And I just think I, I don't know, everyone wills me to win. I will to win more than anyone that I've ever met because you just know how much you put into it. Yeah. But, um yeah, if it didn't happen, it didn't happen and it's meant to be. What's what's happened to me When in that loss has made me who I am. So if another loss is written in my story, then it's going to come. and I'm going to be that Mike Bisbon. I am never going to stop. I'm just going to be the person that'll take a fight on two weeks' notice and end up winning. Like yeah. It'll probably go that way for me, do you know what I mean? Just so I can have that perfect little Rocky story, which I think most Scousers have, most working-class heroes have, do you yeah. know what I mean?
1: There's not going to be this unbeaten run for 10 straight fights straight to Valentina Shevchenko and then you knock it out in the opening round. As you say, it's probably going to be a rocky road. But, I reckon so, mate, and you know? I'm,
0: that's, I'm good for that. Exactly. Like, I'm good for that. All I've ever known is adversity, and most fights in this city only know the same. So um, when we do get to the top, I think that's why we're so loved, because it's been the longest, rockiest road to get there, do you know what I mean? Well, that's it. You do yourself to everybody. Don't go mm-hmm.
1: anywhere. Molly McCann in studio. You'll listen to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City. Torfi just joined us. Delighted to say, UFC superstar Molly McCann joins me in studio ahead of her fight in South Carolina on Saturday night. We were just talking then while during the break about um, accepting a journey in MMA, accepting your journey. You're putting too, pro- too much pressure on yourself if you get a defeat. And I, I mentioned to you then a lot of the Brazilian fighters are so religious that When you speak to them, they say, Well, this is God's plan, it doesn't but I was meant to lose this fight, it's all part of my journey to the title. Yeah, I'd mentioned it to yourself, and you said it's not It's not really a religious thing with you, it's mm-hmm. more of like a positivity a po- thing,
0: yeah, more about spirituality. Um, grown up Irish Catholic family, um, we'd all go to mass and all that carry on, do you know what I mean? But as I've got older, um, you were you was. Just saying, then uh, how like me and Jazz are very much the same because yeah. we all we think about is gratitude and how thankful that we are that we're in a place that we're in because there's no ego with me and him, and um, and I train with Jazz again now we do S and C together on a Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, that's
1: hilarious! Oh my
0: God, Carl's head just just spinning because last week Jazz had just turned up in a pair of flip flops. <laughs> A mask and tape to his feet to lift weights no he's got money he's got money do you know what I mean and then the week later he comes in a brand new pair of red boxing boots do you know the um, the Nike ones that Manny Pacquiao used to oh, wear yeah. Yeah, yeah, I forget yeah. what like Machado's or something called everybody wanted them for a the stage yeah do you yeah, remember yeah. and I went to him lad they're unreal I said they're the wrong colour though because me and Jazz are blues aren't we mm-hmm. he goes mum I've just found these in the bin outside I, I went you're messing me he went no, I swear to god and, um, it's just nice, honestly, it's so nice to lift weights with him because I thought I was 16, he was 15, we was at the same gym together, we won AB titles together, um, he went pro and then I went to MMA and I seen him the other week just before we started training the same day and it's like our journey's come back to each other at the right time and, uh I'm going a little bit off key where we where we was, uh, started this little bit of conversation off, but me and Jazz have gone through the same things growing up, and we've both had parents who've struggled with addiction, who are now clean and serene and sober. And through the um, battles, their demons, we've seen probably everything everything that this earth has got to to show and offer. But what we've always been shown is love, yeah, and. Um, and that understanding and and the way the 12-step programme works, it is all about gratitude and it's more about the journey of where you're going. And when we talk about true mixed martial arts, um, Bruce Lee would always say it's like the journey about being this mixed martial artist. It's not about winning that one fight and, for me, it's not about money Mm -hmm. and it's all that kind of thing. But when we talk about me putting the pressure on myself and that being the main factor as to why I would probably lose a fight i don't feel like someone's got something on me that i can't really deal with or negate with or kind of overcome in a in a good 3 round fight i've now learned it's more about the journey of where i'm going and i am capable of overcoming anything and be it in the cage or outside the cage kind of my life has always shown me that i'm what i am this little fighter that knows And every morning I wake up, Nick, and I have, like, this gratitude app. And it tells me... It's so mental. And because sometimes I wake up feeling a certain way and it'll say something positive to me that I literally just... I feel that day, do you know what I mean? Like, you can have 10,000 people you follow on Instagram and you're just seeing, like, women taking selfies in the mirror or lads, like, lifting weights and that's got no substance to it. And Mm -hmm. it's got... It's like you're just showing off. But the things that I follow and the things that I look at is more positivity and more gratitude and um and, and Jazz is the same and even little Marcel Braithwaite, the little boxer, he's yeah, yeah. Ex- he's exactly the same. And we're just different in our journeys and where we're going to certain other people. Do you know what I mean? But when we understand everything's a lesson, yeah. Then then it just changes the outcome and the and I don't know. I I do meditation like three four times a week. Um, I go to me. Is mate. that yoga or meditation? No, I just sit there with it on my iPad and just just, just guided medita- meditation every morning when I wake up and I see that gratitude. Um, I've got a little WhatsApp group. I'm not sure if I ever told you about. it, called the Gratitude. It's got me six best mates in. and and uh, we have to say on a Sunday night what we want to achieve in the following week. And oh. we had a we had one song, so we have like a little music group. Uh, like when a song comes on or a good positive tune that we all listen to. And this is only through growing older, having a good circle around me, and, and us all realizing that we're all at the same point in our lives where it's like, sway the BS, sway the trying to look like something that you're not. Mm-hmm. Let's just like. And this, these are not just friends who are in fight sports. These, these are, aren't even these in are, fight sports. Right. These are all people living different the, lives. Yeah. I've got a manager of Aldi, I've got a firewoman, I've got. A CSI woman. I've got um, a holistic, um, like masseuse. Mm-hmm. Like I've got hands tours. Like Miguel Hanna, who runs like the tour company forever. Everton. like we're just so many different people. But in a sense, at the end of the day, it's all we're all just striving for being a better version of ourselves. Of course. And in the win or in the loss, we're gonna take something away with that. But even as positive, if you look at my Instagram or Jazz's Instagram, as positive as we try to be um, when I spoke to him about the loss and when he spoke to me about his loss to Rigonda when he broke his jaw we we both said the same like su- like suicidal thoughts and we just couldn't fall off the end of the earth and, and then you've just got to take a step back he's like I only had to look at my kids and, and his, his baby mum Katie and I was the same. I just had to look at me, my friends, my family, my partner, and I was just like, "Come on, there's more to this. Come on, there's more to this." And and then you learn from the loss. It's just we focus a lot more on feelings, yeah, um, because we probably have so much stuff in abundance. I wake up every day. I've got food delivered to my door. Like these Brazilians wake up and they they probably don't have that. Do you know what I mean? So they've got to take away everything that they can and not hold on to too much, otherwise they be forever be upset. Yeah, And I think that's the difference. And, and what I love, this is my fourth Brazilian now. Mm-hmm. What I love is, I feel like we cut from the same cloth in terms of not giving up and trying to win and leaving everything in there. And they bring the best out in me and I obviously bring the best out in them because I'm I'm giving them what they're not really used to. Do you know what I mean? Of course.
1: In your when you when you started your journey, and we've talked about this story before about you coming in from a night out and seeing Ronda Rousey win the UFC belt. Hello, and I love how you remember this. Making that decision <laughs> to go, that's going to be me. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like the last 13 months, this journey, you're, you're accepting. Maybe that isn't my end game. Maybe maybe the UFC belt getting wrapped around my waist isn't my journey. Yeah. But maybe your journey is something way bigger. I than think
0: that. yeah, I think it is way beyond that. Aim. When I was 1218 12, 18-year-old girl and I was asked what I wanted to do when I was old, I was like, I want to set up a charity for underprivileged kids, high antisocial behaviour areas and use sport as a key to get them off the streets. Why, um, why was that? Because you because were one of those 18-year-old yeah, kids who had nothing to... Yeah, I mean, I was I grew up getting dragged from pillar to post, party to party, um, to my nan, to my aunties, to my uncles, um, and there was no, there was no, what's the word? There was no routine. I didn't feel safe. And the only thing, when every, everyone cleaned up and everyone started um, being adults and not being everywhere, the only thing that my mum was always, always reinforcing to me was, like, goal setting targets and, target and going and, and go and playing sports and being in that kind of direction, and my uncle was exactly the same. And I just think without that, I probably wouldn't be... Without sport and without the old coach putting their arm around me and them being the ones who were saying, it's going to be all right, you know, this, this, this and this, I probably wouldn't be where I am, like little Joe Harper, God rest his soul, Kev, yeah. Kev Barry, Kev Smith, Georgie Treble, those kinds of people at the goals and Gloves and then when I was down at Liverpool... I had a coach called Graham who was very much in touch with where I was mentally and the captains of the club really took me under the wing and I kind of had, I had football, um, like coach and philosophy looking after me and then I had the fight side where everything's a little bit closer in fighting because you hate. Well, you're not hating the other person but when you're inflicting like punches on them and that, yeah. you just have a tighter bond and I just think without those people coming in and, and giving me the right disciplines, I would have been... And I don't know, I'd just be no one. So I just think that's what I always thought I'd do. And now the more interest that's coming in for me of BT Sport and Sky Sport is about what I'm going to be able to do for the women. Yeah. And I'd like to just say any younger person or any older person who's going through it, just shine a bit of light on them when they come and step on the mat. I show someone who's never been on the mat as much respect as I would show Paddy the who's who's been there and done it all. Do you know what I mean? So... Um, it probably takes someone like me to i have gone through everything I've been through, being a, have a spotlight on it so people know and then feel safe enough to come and try. And then when people do try, that's what changes their life. Yeah, of course.
1: Uh, and it's nice that you realise now that, and I had a similar conversation, bizarre enough, with Jazza a few weeks ago. Because Jazza was like, my goal was to become a world champion and then, and then help. But he said, what I've realised is, I don't need a world title to help. I can help you now. You can do it right
0: now. Yeah. I can help
1: now. I've yeah. got Instagram. I've got social media. I can show people how I live my life yeah. and invite them to do the same because I'm very happy with my life. Yeah. And he's still on a journey. Obviously, like yourself, his ultimate goal, sport in, in terms of sport, is to become a world champion. He will
0: not rest until he's got exactly. it exactly. And, and you know, know what? You're the same. Yeah. You won't rest. Yeah.
1: You know you're you're on a journey in the UFC and hopefully it, it lasts for a, a good few years yet. Yeah. I'm sure it will. Yeah. But ultimately, regardless of where that ends. I feel like yourself and Jazza are probably going to give more back to this city than what you take, which is unusual. Because in, yeah. in, in sports, and in, in entertainment as well, most people take where they're from and the people who support them, they buy the tickets. And then when they become superstars, they leave because there's somewhere else to be where they can keep making more money. And yeah. But the same, some people come back and go, well, there you go, I'm giving it back now. Yeah. I'm putting back in. And I always feel, especially yourself and Jazza, your journey will ultimately to be given back to this city.
0: Yeah, I just when I grew up and I was a kid, my nan used to take me to the docks on a Sunday and we'd walk around and I used to look at the red bricks and I used to say, "Um, when I'm fa- when I'm big, I'm gonna be famous and that's where I'm gonna live." And um, and that's just where I see it. Like people are saying, "Oh, well, you're getting big now. You're in the UFC, aren't you? Going to leave next year? Aren't you going to do this?" And why the hell would I go anywhere else in this world? There's just there's just no way like it and. I'm safe. I'm not getting... People get big and get big quick. And then there's the vultures and there's the ones in there just trying to take off them and not really look after them. And when the chips were down and when I lost, my circle was always still there. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And even people I didn't know was trying to help. Yeah. So I just... I'm not going to go somewhere where I'm not going to be safe. I'll be... I'm... I think everyone thinks like me, and they don't. And there's all, there's an angle for there for someone, and I can, I suppose I can be manipulated in a way where I give for nothing. Yeah. Because I just think martial arts, journey sh- you shouldn't have to pay. It's always about giving back and paying it forward. So, yeah, staying here, staying safe. Are you excited to go to America though? Oh my God, it's like <laughs> it's like Christmas, do you know? Because it's I mean? amazing
1: fighting at home. It's amazing fighting in London. It's amazing fighting in the UFC. Full stop. But. Or- you know, you've you've got to go to America. This you've is, got to you've got to taste somebody else's world. You've got to go th- over there and try. This is it. This is um. It's
0: the home of the sport. Well, I've told everyone not to come. Um, I said until it's New York or Vegas, don't be wasting that because my family is so big that there's so many birthdays and communions and christenings that it'll just cost too much, much money. Mm. So I just said. Um, I do expect you to be at that Vegas car. <laughs> <God. laughs> I've said to everyone, I will get the Mac Mansion. You stay in there. I'll get the tickets. You've just got to get there. That is all I'm asking. Um, and I'm telling you, that's the thing. Like, I will get, like, a 12-bedroom mansion for a few days for them all to come. Stick them all up. Yeah, right. And I would be saying, no drink no party until I'm up, until I'm done. <laughs> and then I'm with you. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, it's a dry uh, mansion yeah. until the day of the fight. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah, but, the, yeah... I I put it out there to the universe. I wanted to be a world title. I wanted to be a world champion. I wanted to win it in Liverpool. God knows how that like the stars just aligned for that. But um, you kind of know since you've been a kid and since you you you've had this imagery and you keep seeing it every day, every day, every day. I always thought of fighting Caesar's Palace when I used to watch um Mike Tyson or Ricky Hatton because that's where it was at. Yeah, yeah. And then it was at the MGM and now it's the T Mobile. Mm-hmm. And I just think. Um, MSG is just there in in the um. It's just historic, isn't It's it? just there. I just, I'm, I won't be done until I've, I've had to fight in the MSG. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's, so that's officially when we're allowed to travel. What you're
1: saying is to Liverpool. Yeah. Don't travel for South Carolina. No. Save your money. Yeah. We're going to either
0: Vegas or MSG. Yeah, let's not, do you know like when Darren fought in Texas, I was thinking. It was a nightmare. Fair, I went. Fair play to everyone going and supporting, yeah. but frig off. Te- it was a nightmare. And no
1: disrespect to Texas yeah, yeah. at all. No, I went to Dallas and it was amazing. Yeah. But you can't, it. Was, I think I had three flights just to get there. It yeah, was, and uh, it's like know.
0: trying to navigate around. You need just somewhere where everything is. Yeah. Like you, you, you don't even need like a new for New York or like la, la, well, Las Vegas. You've only got a like hotel Water hot. Strip, <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. Uh, and so good to hear you talking about that as well because yeah. I can't wait to go to Vegas to see oh. you fight over there. This imagine
0: is... <laughs> hey, imagine how much we was buzzing after when I'd done my eye and we had a little toast in the hotel. Exactly. Imagine when we Oh my god, in Vegas. You'd be telling your wife I'm stealing Nick for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I've already told her I'm going. Uh, fight
1: disciples yeah. you'll listen to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. Delighted. Molly McCann still joins me in the studio. Do not go anywhere. After the break, I'm gonna talk a little bit of boxing with it as well. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. Molly McCann still joins me in the studio this Saturday night live on BT Sport. You can watch Molly fight over in Greenville, South Carolina. It's UFC Fight Night 154. <clears throat> she takes on the Brazilian Ariana Lipsky, who's top 15 in the world. This is the moment we've been waiting for. This is Molly's chance to get a ranked position. And let's face it, she's going to smash it to bits. That's, that's a formality. We yes. know that. We know that. Uh, I want to just come off key a second more just to ask you about... Uh, one girl from UK, Ireland, who made history recently by unifying all her belts, Katie Taylor. Sensational Mm -hmm. performance. Listen, I thought the fight was close. It could have gone either way. Yeah, I was the same. I'm I'm not going to get upset about that. But one thing I keep talking about with Katie Taylor, because I'll be honest, Katie Taylor's one of my favourite fighters. I don't care what gender she is. Oh, yeah. She's one of my favourite fighters. She can do everything. She's brilliant. But I think women's boxing would be so much better if they did three-minute rounds. <clears throat> now you've someone that's box so can I ask you the question why, why are you fighting five minute rounds in UFC same as the men Yeah, five round championship fights same as the men when it, women are doing
0: two minute rounds it's the same as why women have to wear headguards in amateur boxing and men don't it's just old school me- male mentality the blazer or, brigade yeah and it's do you know why women wear headguards and men don't because a study was on done on men um, it's more detrimental to wear the head guards. yeah the study wasn't done on women as well oh my god so that is the only reason women wear head Joking. guards and men don't know, swear to god. and
1: so they think women's brains are a completely different i just, from I men's. just can't even
0: it, it the only time i have to explain and justify my career to people in taxis is to baldy old men who have boxed their whole yeah. lives because they just the have... top gear generation? Yeah, they just Middle classing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just have this... Women don't just live in the kitchen no more now. Do you know what I mean? <coughs> it's just not that way and equality is so much better for us now. So I would prefer that the women was treated the same 12 three minute rounds. Yeah. I don't know why they don't do it in tennis. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they get the yeah. same pay, but the the Smaller set is sets, different. Yeah, shorter sets. Yeah. So I don't know what that is about. But
1: it's I, like right now we're in the middle of the women's World Cup. Fantastic. The viewing figures
0: are amazing. Yeah, halves for them. Yeah, exactly. So, so what, like, what's the
1: difference? You know, the viewing figures are amazing. It's all over every TV, radio station. We had um, the opening weekend. France sold out sixteen thousand fans or whatever, respect. forty thousand fans yeah. or whatever it was. It's amazing. We we don't live in that world anymore, and I think we're getting robbed. Like Kate, for me, Katie Taylor, as I say, one of my favorite boxers, hands down. But I think we're getting robbed of a uh, highlight reel knockout, a uh, big performances because two minutes. I genuinely think anyone that's accomplished in the boxing world can
0: last two minutes with anybody. You have to ru- like the pace is so much higher. Mm-hmm. You have to rush it in my eyes because you can't settle into a round because it, it it's it's over. It's done. Um. That was the difference between me as an amateur MMA fighter doing free to win a turned pro with five-fives. Like, my style changed a bit. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I was I was more able to get finishes as a pro because you can relax. More time to work. Yeah, you can relax. But learning that is mental. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, learning not to rush your work, it's like I still struggle with it now, to be honest. And when you want that finish, you want that finish. But... Katie Taylor, I'd, I I hate how the internet like switched it on. It it went a fault that she got the win. Yeah. It's, like I was listening to it. I had gone to Bournemouth for the weekend to see me mum, and I was lying in bed with me mum because all the boys was in the front room watching watching the fight, and I just wanted to be with me mum. So if she's asleep, and I'm listening to my headphones, and I was thinking, if I wasn't listening to the commentary, I would have thought Katie would have won mm-hmm. up until the last. The last few rounds was a little bit... But I still think her work was cleaner. The other girls' work was more heavier. Um, And then it's just going to go to stylistically what the judges like to watch. So sometimes in MMA, you can have someone who outstrikes someone, but then their opponent just gets a couple of takedowns. And because the the, um, judges like grappling more, they'll give it to the grappler or vice versa. So I just think Katie's style of cleaner box and footwork and head movement... The, the, the judges were favoured more to that than opposed to that slugging. Yeah, yeah. That slogan Come forward style, um, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. What I loved about it, and as again, I thought Pursuing just nicked it, but I'm not complaining about it because this was a unification of all the belts. Yeah. These are the two best women on the planet. If Katie Taylor had a walkthrough, like she has done so many previous opponents, I'd have been disappointed. I'd have been like, oh, well, there's obviously a ceiling on women's boxing there and you're just way better than everybody else. Yeah, but it's what nah. it gave me, I thought...
0: Yeah, there's a division out there. There's a legacy to be built here. Yeah, well they're gonna have three or four fights. Three or four fights. Have. They're gonna yeah. have to. I made up that Katie got a mill for it. Um, it just show. It's like when um, when someone beats Serena Williams, you don't want it to happen, but you're off like at least she's not running away with it. But yeah. but you just made. I don't know. It's that. And when Ronda Rousey got beat, just to know that someone isn't that much of a freak of nature, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But I did love what Carl Frampton said. He was like, when I spar her, I have to start using muscle a bit because her technical ability out like outdoes me. So and I was just better, like, yeah. yes. My, um, I'm not sure if we've ever had this conversation. My uncle, Michael McCann, done a family, an ancestry family tree because um, our nan and granddad's Irish and they're from Bray. And we was like, we never knew how far back that it went. But as far back as that we can find, our family is just from Ireland. So, oh, wow. So I'm like second generation English. Me mum me and dad's first and then the rest are all Irish. And then Kay Taylor is on our wow. family tree. So it turns out that my nan's brother is Katie Taylor's granddad. Wow. So it's in... It's in the blood. Wor- warrior <laughs> is in our genes. And I was just thinking... I grew up, when I was boxing, Kev Smith used to go, there's this girl in Ireland, I want you to box like her. And then I always looked towards her. And then when Tash was fighting against her, I was like, oh, you want Tash to win, she's a scouter. And then she's just done things more and more and more for, for women's boxing. Um, and I just think to know that like we have some bloodline that's exactly the same and like and when i watch a box and how, how she throws that left hook and that i thought oh my god we are so family do you yeah. know what i mean I'm, yeah and when people know the story about the the same bloodline they they, they get it they do get it do you know Course. what i mean she she's just got she's a bit bigger than me have you ever ch- chance to spar her no? Yeah, no i never got the chance you know um I was 56, she fought at 61 or, or 63. Yeah, yeah. I think she dropped down for the Olympics. But um, organically, it's going to happen. I, I'll see her, I'll have a conversation with her. I didn't want, she's on the rise and I don't want it to just be like, oh, hi, I'm on the rise too and, and all yeah. that kind of thing. I just like, one day I'm going to end up watching her fight or I'll have a coffee with her and we'll talk. To, and, and I'd like and it happen. to be like that, yeah. yeah and then, and then, could you imagine the crossover of how many people then that we could? Of course, yeah, just be crazy. Yeah, I, I think
1: I think a lot of people were completely sold on Casey Taylor with their Netflix documentary, which is amazing. I bought that last Absolutely year, amazing. And
0: I watch, listen, Nick. I watch that twice, three, two, three times a week. I watch that and the Conor McGregor one, just to keep my mind in check. Or I watch like an old Muhammad Ali one. I watch old boxing documentaries or new. The new Emily, as new as I can find, yeah. yeah. Um, but the way she said her integrity meant more to her than her career, I was just like, they don't make them like you anymore. Nope. Do you know what I mean? And I just thought that, and then that comes that back down to religion,
1: yeah.
0: I think, and just the way she was brought up, her mum gave her such good morals, and her dad has done the same. Um, but you just think she. She would have been like a Rosa Parks. Like she would have sat. She would not have got up off that chair if, if someone said get up. She would have said like that's how good she is. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And it she can't be compromised. She'll never take money from under the table when she fights in that ring. Like I've never seen a cheeky Katie Taylor. Never seen showboating, anything like that. And when she, she, she called her on. And she lay on the um, on the ropes and she, and she dropped her hands and she went, come on, let's go. I was thinking, yes! <laughs> I put a post up saying, "Um, now I understand why people go mad at me when I do that. Because people like, why are like, why do you do that in a fight? And I'm like, I'm calling the person on, I want a war and I want to see who's got the biggest meatballs. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And she's done the same. And I thought, it's the biggest showcase of female fighting that there's probably ever been. Mm-hmm. Um. I think maybe the the Ronda and Holly Holm fight or the Ronda and Amanda Nunes was probably the other biggest yeah. combative female fight. But I just think she did everything she needed to do. She gave us controversy with the scoring. She boxed two different styles when she was in there. Like she fought or yeah. she boxed mm-hmm. and um and she got all the belts and then after it she had a family, put that picture up with her brother, sisters and a mum, and I was just thinking there's only one thing missing in that pitch and that's a dad. Yeah, And it was just a little bit heartbreaking to think. At the end of the documentary, they tried to marry her over and be like, yeah, they're in contact and that, and it must be like, well, it's the biggest day of your daughter's life and you're not there. That's like heartbreaking stuff, yeah. do you when, know what I mean? And you built, the, built, the and you built
1: there. there, yeah. You did it, yeah. But he obviously made a decision that, for him, he felt was right at the time, which is weird. Well, Intention.
0: everyone I've spoke to who's a parent, you don't pick... Women over your children. Absolutely not.
1: That's a, And that's what, watching the documentary was most baffling because you're yeah. like, as if that would happen. Yeah. I've got two young kids, as if that would happen. But in terms of documentaries, you're making your own documentary right now? Yeah,
0: BBC Three. Um,
1: so, can you tell us any more about it? When's it going out? What's so it'll
0: probably come out in October, November and it is The Rise of um, Female MMA. I'm as candid and as open as I probably wish I as could always. ever be. Yeah, as um, always. Um, what else it's by a woman called annie she's like the presenter in it mm-hmm. she's like a burns victim when she was a, a child she's done quite a few for bbc and they they filmed last week and that was rough that was like 12 hour days of three sessions of training and then like eight hours filming i really struggled with that to be honest with you um but again the story and the message is bigger than me, so it like had to be done. Yeah. And she was like, This is memories for the rest of your life and I was like, No, me Darren and myself done a documentary called The Fight and Pride on BT Sport and I watched that back and I think that's one of the best the best things that I can look at and be proud of myself about. So I was happy for that. Um
1: But this is a different take on it. This similar is similar story.
0: Yeah, same story but within now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like this is I always thought UFC Liverpool was the beginning, but it's, that I mean that was one of the highlights in the top end, But it wins like no. we're literally just at the beginning. Yeah. So you're they're flying out to um, South, South Carolina, Carolina. and they, you'll see the fight week. You'll see the fight, and you'll see the party and after win a punch <laughs> of <you're Edden>. head <laughs> I uh it's so good
1: to spend time with you because. You're one of those people, certainly now, where you are now, that you just seem to love your life.
0: Yeah, I mean... But, it's, it's work, it's
1: graft. Yeah. You know, I can tell by looking at your ear that it's graft. I can yeah. tell last time I looked at your eye that it's graft.
0: Well, that's but, when I got that, that eye and when I came in to see you often, it was still done in. And it's just like, this is the thing that I dreamt of. I always, I always wanted one of them rocky fights. I always thought, I want to show everyone what I've got. I want to show them what I've got, and they they now quitting it. And Leila Lee messaged me this morning and said, Do "You know what I learned about Molly McCann this weekend?" And I was like, "What? Oh no, I've got I've got to get it up because it was something about Cowboy Cerrone. Oh, that she's tougher than Cowboy Cerrone because <laughs> yeah. um, he got pulled out of his got, face yeah. with that injury." <laughs> and I said, "Oh, that the." Uh, but Chris Lamb done me a solid. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely,
1: yeah, yeah. Cowboy didn't know the doctor personally. Yeah, that, so.
0: yeah. Cowboy, yeah. So, um, yeah. After that last fight, I woke up for so many days without anxiety anymore and depression and dealing with all that stuff, Nick. And it's not being as bad. It's I haven't had that this this camp. It's just I'm I'm honest and open enough to say. I do struggle with fear of, of a loss. I was talking to David Price about it and he was telling me about, like, breathing techniques and all that kind of thing. And, um, yeah, I'm never going to keep that in no more. Like, and I'm not scared if it might make me look weak. That fight week I might be like, oh, hell, I'm like, I'm feeling it here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just... If my opponent thinks that's a, like they can use that as a strength, then more we'll feel them because they're the moments where I... Thrive like I use it in the right way, it's not like it cripples me and hinders me. It is my fuel to You've my got fire. butterflies,
1: but they're all flying that way, yeah. So we're fine,
0: yeah, yeah. So, um, life is good. I'm gonna get this fight done, performance, I'm gonna be really proud of, yeah. and have a little rest. Me, um, I'm a little bit beat up if I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, the body's really worked hard to get to where it's at right now. And I just I'd probably have two weeks off going on a holiday and then just start grappling again and just go on holiday, sit back, look at that ranking. Here I am on the rankings. I'll be like I'll be looking at them strawberry dachriesn't <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, thank you so much for coming no to the studio as always. Enjoy Saturday night. Once again, watch Molly live this Saturday night UFC out in uh, South Carolina. It's all over BT Sports, all over UFC Fight Pass. Check local listings or visit fightdisciples.com or at fightdisciples on social media and I will certainly point you in the right direction to watch Molly get an arm raise this weekend in the US of A. It is. And then we get a ranking. Oh, yeah. I'll catch you here next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.